All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Business of Love. My name is Dan Lear, and I'm here with my co-host in business and in life, Jennifer Lear. Hey! hey. I'm just hey. laughing at the title of today's topic. Oh, we, oh man, <laughs> today's topic is off the charts. Oh my gosh, this is so funny. Well, let me tell them about the Vegas Love Weekend first. Oh, well, those of you who watch the, the podcast know about the Vegas Love Weekend. So uh, as you're going through this podcast today and you're thinking about relationship, you may realize that you need or you want to raise the bar and really go have some fun and learn how to raise your relationship. So we have a weekend called the Vegas of Love Weekend Getaway, where Jennifer and I take you through two days, walk you through the steps, give you tools to use, success journal, game plan for success, teach you the softeners, the communication strategies, and you walk out with a renewed relationship on fire and ready to go. Mm -hmm. So if that fits you, take go to our website, thebusinessoflove.vegas. That's thebusinessoflove.vegas. Check it out, and we hope to see you there. So, baby, how you doing today? I'm excellent. How are you? Oh, man, I'm doing great. I'm on fire. You look great. I do, Your man. energy I looks feel... amazing. What's that? Your energy looks amazing. Really? Well, yeah. I feel good today. That's I, good. Well, I feel good this week. We, um, You know, when you cut off the fat, you start to feel good. I, I uh, Did you cut off some fat? Yeah, we cut off some fat. I'm so glad. We cut off some fat. So, we've had... Um, About five foot six? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Did uh, I say that? So I, I hired this uh, internet marketer that was uh, working with me for about a year. Um, <laughs> I just let him go because he had a hard telling the time telling the truth. But I tell you what, I worked so hard. I knew the kid. Mm -hmm. I knew this about him earlier, but I really felt that I could change him. I really felt that, you know, if I engaged with him, you know, he lost his father at a, at a young age, which I don't even know if that's true or not either. But he lost his father at a young age, and I felt like, you know, he's 26, needs some love, needs some guidance. And anyway, it still didn't work. So I was no. very disappointed. Yeah. Very disappointed. And you put in a year's worth of time. I put in time. a year. I really wanted exactly to help Exactly a year, which is interesting to yep. me. Yep. And uh, unfortunately, my business did not move like uh, he said it was going to move. And it's crazy because he's gone right now, and all of a sudden, boom, things in the last, off. literally one week, yeah. uh, we've completed more than we did in the last six months. Is that incredible? It's incredible. That's I mean so, he's I'm not a, exaggerating he's not exaggerating I so mean, I'm he totally, we did, we launched a campaign today we're launching another one tomorrow amazing good God so I'm I'm feeling like <laughs> good a champ. God stop <laughs> good, the madness good God. <laughs> <laughs> well I'm glad you're so excited I am I'm on fire yeah you are on fire so hey today's yes. today is today's <laughs> podcast you read the title oh so you know <laughs> you know I'm a relation <laughs> you know I'm a uh, psychology guy right so we start we start coursing out this talk. And I, I, I typed up, I typed up how to keep the relationship hot. But I wrote in my, when I typed it, it says how to keep the relationship hot. So it's like a Freudian. S-H-I-T as in Tom. Yeah. How to keep the relationship hot. It was a Freudian slip. <laughs> but, so uh, but he kept it. But that's the title of today's topic. How to keep the relationship hot. Yes. Everybody wants to have a hot relationship. Absolutely. Baby. Yeah. On a scale of zero to 10 right now. Yeah. How would you rate our relationship? On oh. a scale of hotness. On a scale of hotness, I would say a solid eight and a half. That's good. I think it's good. That's good. Yeah, absolutely. 10 years, that's good. 100%. I'll take a solid eight. I'll see, see if I can get to a nine tonight. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> but that's Maybe, good though. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe good. once a week it gets to a nine and a half. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> I 
think I'm having a hot flash right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. I like it. Things are moving up. Yeah, you're moving, you gotta, <laughs> definitely you gotta pick moving your times, up. Baby. You got to pick your times, yeah. and then you got to close in and get the deal done. <laughs> yep, close the deal. See, just like business, yep. you got to get the deal done. Close it up. Yeah, all right. So the relationship accelerator, I love the subtitle of that. Yeah. Yeah, tell me about that. Well, you know, the thing about it is, is that we all want relationships that are hot. I mean, that's just a word we use, but we want relationships that are fresh, exciting, maybe spontaneous a little bit. I don't know, whatever your personality style is, but you want that romantic fit. You want the hot phase, if you will. Yeah. And so, you know, you married this person. I want to talk about it a little bit. You know, we just talked about the five stages of a marriage in our previous podcast. But, you know, we marry somebody because we love them and we love certain things about them. And so, you know, as the relationship moves on, sometimes we forget those things or we take them for granted. You know, we've talked about the law of familiarity before. Yes. That's like in business when you're in your job or your career for a long time. When you first got hired, you're excited. I can't get to, I can't wait to get to work. I'm there early. And, you know, pretty soon, a few years later, you're like, uh, another day, Mm -hmm. same job. You're a descent. You're a different person because you're, Mm -hmm. you're tired of it. And so law of familiarity hits us in relationships too. So everybody wants to keep the relationship hard. So, um, so you married your partner for reasons and what are those reasons? So I just, you know, if you're, if you're taking notes right now and if you're with your partner, I'd love for you to pause this podcast right now and you married your partner for specific reasons. What are they? I'd like you to write those down. If you're playing along, if you're watching with your partner, what are they? Meaning, are they loving? Are they sexy? Are they responsible? Are they good looking are they caring you know those are the things that we we marry people for right those you know whatever those things are yeah and so you know my thing is is like i'm just going to talk about my behavior because i feel like i've done a great job keeping the relationship hot over the years Mm -hmm. okay so um this is just my the way i am so maybe this is kind of maybe to the guys well to anybody but i happen to be a guy and you're a woman but this can be used by both both genders is that you know, you married this person for these reasons, right? I married you because you're an incredible person. You're loving, you're caring, you're thoughtful, uh, you're hot, you're sexy, and you're hey. beautiful, and you're stunning, and you're a, a Feeling good right now. Yeah, you know, and those are the things that, that I believe. And, and so the point is, is like, if that's the person you believe you're with, then you should be telling them those things. Mm-hmm. And that's how I've, I've always been a person that empowers other people. I've always been a people that builds up self-esteem rather than, than breaks it down. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, and obviously you can, you can attest to this, but that's just the way I am. That's my language pattern. So, oh, baby, you look great today. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for doing that. I really appreciate it. You're so thoughtful. Yeah. Oh man, great outfit. Oh my God, did you just get out of a camera photo shoot? <laughs> you know, but I'm sincere about those things. Yeah, I don't right. just throw them out there and make it a joke, but I appreciate things about you. And I tell you those things that I appreciate about you. Uh, and I don't do it the same way every day. It's not robotic. It's not a job for me. It's just how I think, yeah. you know? So I think, you know, you give people identities. You know, if, you, if you're a psychology person like, like I am, people will do anything to stay within the identity that they have. So for instance, if you think you're a tough guy, if that's who you are, I'm a tough guy, then you're going to you're gonna defend your identity that I'm a tough guy. Mm-hmm. No matter what happens, you're going to, I'm a tough guy. If you have an identity that you're a loving and caring person, then you're going to act like a loving and caring person. Mm-hmm. And so my thing is, is I give you or... My, 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 my wife, my son, my daughter, 
I'm giving them an identity. I think that, see, the point is, is that people want to be the best they can be. Right. And if I tell my son, man, I love, you know, Daniel, what I love about you so much is that you're so responsible. Yeah. You make such great decisions, right? Yep. So now he feels good about that because I complimented him. Yeah. And now he says, oh my God, my dad thinks I'm responsible. Yeah. So guess what he does around me all the time? He acts responsibly because that's the identity that I helped him attain. Yeah. So I do the same thing in relationships. Yes. So tell me about that. I mean, do you feel like it's sincere when I talk to you like that? I do. I do. It's something, um, oftentimes, I think this is where people maybe make a misstep is that they, they probably still think that my husband's hot, my wife is hot, she's so loving, he's so, he's so um, great at providing, he's such a hard worker, um, he's so funny, she's so witty. You know, we think those things, but maybe we don't always say them like we did in the beginning. Right. And so I feel like you're thinking those things and then it comes out as natural because you're just telling me what you're thinking. Oftentimes we, we think, oh my gosh, my partner knows that I feel this way about him. They know that I think he's funny. He knows that I um, think he's hot or whatever. Um, it, but oftentimes they don't say it. Because yeah. I remember I've, I've had conversations with people in the past and I'm like, you don't love me anymore. Look, of course I love you. You know that I love you. I'm like, well, no, I want you to tell me. You know, I want to know. I want to hear it every once in a while. And so the fact that I... I get to have that reaction by you when I walk out, you know, whether I look amazing. Well, actually, you tell me if I need to change my clothes. But um, <laughs> that's what I love about my husband is because he's like, baby, hey, you might not want to wear that one out. Um, I've seen something else that maybe look, makes you look a little bit, you know, is a little more flattering on you. And he's always great with words. But, you know, really, I feel like when I walk out, you go, oh, wow, you look amazing. It makes me feel good. Absolutely. It makes me feel good. Even though, I mean, I, I, I'm somewhat confident, but, you know, I have my insecurities. And, and, you know, I would look in the mirror and I go, gosh, you know how, um, I, I think I look good. I hope, I hope I do. And so when I walk out there and you say, wow, wow, you look so hot. Or wow, you look beautiful. Or wow, your hair looks great today. Or, you know. I maybe sometimes I'll go many days without wearing makeup, but then I put my makeup on and do my hair and you're like, oh my gosh, you look amazing. And so, you know, that, it makes me feel good and it makes you feel loved and appreciated. Yeah. And it makes me feel, it makes me feel beautiful. It makes me know that my husband thinks I'm beautiful. That feels good. That's right. And it can, it makes me, it gives me confidence to know that I continue, I, yeah. I, can continue feeling that way and I feel good around you. And right. so, which makes me feel close to you, which makes me want to curl up to you, which makes me, you know, then want to be next to you, you know, which, it, you know, which makes right. me it lead. One thing leads to another and mm -hmm. it truly is the foreplay that is important. See, see, <laughs> see, if you knew yeah. that complimenting your spouse was foreplay, yeah. would you do it? Yes or no? Yeah. Bang. There you go. Don't say we didn't help. <laughs> so, you know, what's interesting about that, Jennifer, is that, we tend to do that early in a relationship. We right. tend to be more expressive early in our relationship mm -hmm. because, you know, the men are hunting. Yeah. Oh, man, you look great. Oh, my God, you're incredible. This, that, and the other. Uh, and, and, and I'm sure women do that as well. So the point is, is like, if you're going to do it at the beginning, yeah. keep doing it. Yeah. Because people like to hear it. People need reinforcement. Yeah. I don't care who they are. Nope. People need, I'm a really confident guy. Yeah. It feels good for my wife to tell me that she's proud of me. It yeah. feels good for you to tell me that, you know, thank you for doing this or mm -hmm. thank you for doing that or I appreciate the way you showed up here. I mean, that makes me feel good. Yep. And so it's just, it's part of being a good human. It's part of building self-esteem. And so again, look, guys, well, ladies, if you're a VP of sales right now uh, and one of your employees or one of your sales professionals having a tough time, um, 
I mean, to think about it, you're going to, you're going to talk to them like, listen, man, I know, I know you have it in you. You know, I know you got it in you. Let's talk about how we're going to get there. Or, or you're going to say to a man, you're, you're the, you're the best closer I've ever seen. Or you have that magic when you walk into rooms, people just want to do business with you. You say that to your people to build their self-esteem up. Yeah. At least I would. Yeah. And so why wouldn't you do the same thing with your spouse? Absolutely. You know, we talked about that in our previous podcast, you know, me specifically is that in the past, in my past life, before I was diagnosed, you know, oftentimes I'm out doing my thing and everybody else is getting the best of me. Yeah. And then I get home and my family gets the worst of me. And so what kind of nonsense is that? Yeah. Right. So the point is, is like, keep the relationship hot. Tell him or her what you love about him and tell him often. If you feel it, tell him because you're creating an identity for him. Here's the thing. I tell you you're hot so much that, listen, you... And if you believe you're hot, then you want to be hot. Absolutely. I mean, so I keep telling you're hot. You want to stay hot, dress hot, work out. I mean, yeah. it's all a cycle. Yeah. If I'm not saying anything to you, then who knows? Yeah. It's <laughs> funny because I remember um, early on, I remember you asking, like, do you ever get tired of me telling you, you know, that I love you or that you're beautiful? I'm like, no, never. I will never. <laughs> that is one thing I will never get tired of. Just so you know. Why? Because it reinforces how I feel you feel about me. Right. And I want my husband to, to love me and to feel like, um, that I, first of all, that I turn him on, that I am attractive to him. And, you know, who we all want to be hot until the day we die. Like, I want to, <laughs> I want my husband to think that I'm hot when I'm 75. That's what I want, you know. And maybe that's a hot looking walker you have. Exactly that right. Might be the hottest walker exactly I've ever seen. Exactly right. <laughs> Mine's got red rims on my wheels. Hey, can you pick me up? I got a cane. (laughs) (laughs) So true though. You know, it's really about um, reinforcing that. And so it it does make me feel good. And I'll tell you, I've gained, I've gained a little bit of weight, you know, over the last couple of years and um, I still feel hot and beautiful for you, you know, mm-hmm. even though I'm 10, 15 pounds more than I typically am. And, um, I know some people are rolling their eyes right now cause you know, maybe that's people, some people's ultimate weight, but it's more for, it's more for me than I'm used to carrying. And a lot of people don't know, but I lost 100 pounds when I was 18. So I know what it feels to carry a lot of extra pounds and I know how hard, how hard I've worked throughout my life. And you know, but you know what, even though I've gained an extra 15 pounds right now, I still feel like I'm beautiful for you. And that makes me feel good that you reinforce that in me. And that's something that's important. So it never sounds trite. It always sounds authentic and it makes me feel good because I can see it in your eyes, you know, and, um, you know, so guys and ladies, it never, it never sounds forced, you know, especially when it's coming from your heart and, giving compliments something so easy to do yep. and something so affordable right yep. compliments are free it's free. your heart mm-hmm. and it's amazing what it can do for you yep. and I remember I mean I started doing this for you too like I was so been telling you how much I'm so proud of you I'm so um, thankful for you I'm so proud of what you're doing you know and in you know, the little things thanks for taking out the trash I appreciate you so much for that and you know all the things that hopefully build you up and make you feel that you're loved and appreciated and yeah. and I say how handsome you are all the time right and because I know you've been struggling with you know through this disease and you aged quickly you know at this point it's hard it is it's hard to see when you're like aging so yeah. fast in the mirror and and I know that you know <laughs> and you're still such a hot guy like you're so handsome and I tell you to make sure that you know that you. when I look at you I think wow you're so handsome so for those of you who maybe joined the podcast late I contracted a, a incurable blood disease in um, April of 2017 and uh, 40% of the people who get that disease die in the first year. And so I was on three types of chemotherapy and, you know, and Jennifer will tell you, I probably, I looked really good before I got sick and I probably aged 
Oh, 10 years? Easily. 10, yeah, probably aged 10 years in the last Two years, five years, yeah. four years, three yeah. years. So, um, you know, being a guy who cared cares about how he looks, it's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I'm, pa- I'm past that now because mm-hmm. I know what's more important, but it's still the reality of looking in the mirror and, yeah. you know, my body is not the way it used to look. I've got holes everywhere and, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's just different. And so it's to have your wife tell you that you look good is, is reassuring for me yeah. uh, because there's that weird thing. So, um, and the other thing about reinforcement is that that's something that I do. But the point is, if you don't give your partner reinforcement, someone else is going to. Yeah. And that's the bottom line. That so is the bottom line. Your, hus- your husband or wife was hot or you love, that's why you married them. And if you stop, stop telling them that, someone else is going to tell them that. And guess what? Stuff happens. So you're in control of these things. You are, you are in control of what happens in your relationship. You're in control of this energy. So um, when you're pointing fingers and looking over here and there about why things aren't going well, we need to look right here back at ourselves because I control what I tell you and how I label you and identify you and talk to you. And that creates a whole, almost like a culture. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about some action steps. Okay. All right. So we got how to keep the fire how to keep the relationship ship hot. Ha. How to keep the relationship hot. And we have some action steps. Yes. So the first one, Angel? We use positive language. Right. Use language that builds up your partner. Yep. So rather than saying, um, are you eating another piece of pizza? <laughs> I mean, Oh you my know, God, I can't even imagine. Well, I know. I would never say something like yeah. that. But it's just like, you know. If I've heard people do that. Yes, that's my point. If someone struggles with their weight or something... The way to get them to lose weight is not by bitching at them about eating. It's yeah. about creating an identity about mm-hmm. how beautiful they are and what they could be like. And anyway, mm-hmm. the bottom line is you got to use positive language. Always, always. The positive language. language. And if you don't know how to do that, um, I've got some other courses I can help you with. So mm-hmm. I have a 1% Academy. I do four webinars, live webinars a month. People are on there growing and learning about language, NLP strategies. So if you don't get that, you need some lessons, uh, just do a little Google search, Dan Lear, 1% Academy, or go to my Instagram uh, and go to my bio and take a look at it. Um, Number two, compliment for things you married them for, okay? I married you for these reasons, compliment them for those reasons and Mm -hmm. other reasons that pop up along the way, but don't forget about why you fell in love. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things I love about you is that you're, I mean, you and I are so different. Yes. And so you are an artist, a a flat out artist. And I've got some artist in me, but I've got a little more structure. And so you're an artist. And that means that Jennifer's like a butterfly. She's a butterfly. She's flying around. So, (laughs) you know, doesn't wear a watch because she doesn't tell time. (laughs) But uh, the point is that she's an extraordinarily great business person. And that's something she's had to work on because it's just not part of her nature. Yeah. Um, but those things, I loved you for that. It's like, oh my God, she's just yeah. so, oh man, just so loving and nothing's ever hard. And so mm-hmm. why would I get frustrated about that? Like mm-hmm. later in my our life go, man, why don't you get more structured or something mm-hmm. like that? I mean, that's crazy. Take life more seriously. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you know, uh, no. Um, but no, we balance each other out. And so that's the beauty of it, right? Yep. Um, um, Number three is uh, when you tell someone who they are, hmm. they create an identity. So they want to hit that mark. Mm-hmm. So when I keep telling you, you're so thoughtful. I just love how thoughtful you are. Jennifer wants to be more thoughtful mm-hmm. because I keep telling her who she is and she doesn't want identity. to disappoint me because yeah. I've, I've given her an identity. Yeah. 
So if you haven't learned that strategy, again, come to the 1% Academy. <laughs> That's a programming strategy, yeah. right? You give somebody an identity. Yes, and we'll do that in the in the um, Vegas Love Weekend too. Yeah, yeah. Well, of as course. Well. Yeah. Um, but and also number four is be consistent. Right. You know, be consistent. There's right. there's no reason we all have down days. We all have our times where we don't feel good. You know what? Think of the other person yep. and um, and give them a little because oftentimes when we're giving, we're feeling better ourselves. Yeah. And so um, be consistent with your compliments and with your attention to your partner. Yep. So important. Yeah. And that what I, and I think what you mean by that too is like it's easy to give compliments. Like for instance, it's easy for me to give compliments when things are going great for me. Yes. Right. So what Jennifer means by that is be consistent. It doesn't have to be about you. Mm-hmm. Meaning like, oh, I feel good, so I'm going to give my wife compliments. No, I mean, she knows. I mean, there's been a lot of times that I've had some rough goes here recently, mm-hmm. and it doesn't change who I am as far as she's concerned. Yeah. You know? No, you're still uh, the same. I'm you're still just going to still be the same, same person. I'm consistent. I'm loving. I'm caring. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I let you know that you're the most amazing woman in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so be consistent. Uh, and last but not least, and that's is, by staying in constant appreciation. By the way, how do you how do you be consistent when? Because uh, our other our last podcast we talked about it. How do you stay consistent even when you're having a bad day or when you're having a down moment? It's about appreciating your partner so you can get into that gratefulness, gratitude, and appreciation. And that's how you're consistent and being mm-hmm. able to give that compliment. That's an important part. Yep. And my last action step is don't be a pussy. What? <laughs> and what I mean by that is, look, I mean. If it's so easy for people to say, well, you know, well, if she would only change, then I would be more complimentary. Right. Stop being such a pussy. Yeah. You know, hey, if my sales manager would come in and greet me in the morning, then I would be more positive to him. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, man. Yeah. Grow up. Yeah. Take, take control of your life. Take control of your business. Take control of your relationship. Yeah. I want to get, I want to have the best relationship possible. So one of the ways I can do that is by complimenting you and, and helping you create an identity. Yeah and telling you who I am, not just when I'm happy. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I mean by that. So it's just like, and that goes for both men and women. It's just stop being a sissy. It's about you. I mean, maybe you are pissed off at them, but it doesn't change who you are. You can still take the high road. Yeah, you shouldn't let anybody else affect you. You know, you should take control of your own life and and how, you know, the most most congruent person in a conversation wins, the the most balanced, grounded, connected person in a room is going to affect the the energy of a room so when you're balanced and, con- and connected and you walk in um and the other person could be grumpy you're able to shift that energy in them and and they can get them out of that state and so yeah it's about you taking control yeah yeah for sure so jennifer just uh dropped a relationship or a communication bomb on you there so when two people meet in a conversation it could be face to face or even on the telephone uh, assuming there's rapport the most congruent person always, always wins. And I don't mean winning, but influences the other person. So when two people meet, assuming there's rapport, the mm-hmm. person who's most congruent or certain about what they're talking about mm-hmm. always has more influence mm-hmm. over the other person. So again, back to business. You're always going to go talk to somebody and help and attempt to raise the bar and make the situation better. And you're going to do it with certainty, mm-hmm. not like, pussyfooting around well I'm not sure no you got to go in there with congruence and certainty about you know I've been doing this I want to make some changes here's what we're going to do you know or a conversation based or a question based but you're not going to go in there and throw stones and pussyfoot around I mean you're going to go make it happen Mm -hmm. so I guess that's my message and and I wanted to pick up on that because you're 
throwing out some terms here I that know. the listeners don't know. Again, Vegas Love Weekend. We're, we're not pitching here. It's not, it's <laughs> That's not what we're doing, but, but I want people to have the information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Jennifer, you're awesome. That was really good. Yeah, it was really thank wonderful. You you're awesome. Thank, thank you, you so, for being that way. Yeah. I mean, thank you for being that type of a husband. That's what yeah. you've been. Well, you're welcome. So I just want to let the audience know, first of all, we appreciate all the compliments and all the reviews and all the great things that you're saying. And I just feel so blessed to be able to be in a relationship and be in a 10-year relationship, 11-year relationship, and have the feeling that I have for Jennifer. And it's not because she's so beautiful. And it's not because she's so talented. Um, it's because she's an amazing person and we actually work on a relationship. You know, we talk about these things because I've been married before. And then of course, when you almost die, there's only one thing you want to do and that's to live a happy life for as long as you can. So when I started to get better, um, there was just nothing that would stop me from finding a way to be closer to you because that's all that really matters. Yeah. Yep. So, ladies and gentlemen, that is it from the Vegas. Uh, this is the, the business of love. And I'm talking about the Vegas <laughs> know, love weekend all the time. So, anyway, thanks for tuning in. Uh, every morning, at, uh, every Sunday morning at 8 o'clock, a new podcast drop. And so, we've got people that are literally tuning in on Sunday mornings and they're going to church or they go to church and they come back and watch the podcast on Sundays. Um, we're having guys talking about watching the podcast with their wife before football comes on. Now, that would be a good strategy. So that would be a good way to set your weekend up. If you watch the podcast before football, you're good for the day. So that's a good What do you think about that? I like it. Good strategy. <laughs> All right, y'all. My name is Dan Lear. This, Jen right. this is Jennifer Lear. Thank you for um, joining us on the Business of Love. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you, Dan. All right. Woo!